Welcome to Sunburnt Country Music, interviews with Australian country music artists. My name is Sophie and I have been interviewing Australian country music artists for over a decade and I still love it. I love their stories, I love their insights and I love their music. So I hope you enjoy hearing from them on this podcast. Eloise Rayner is a singer-songwriter from Sydney and Zara Lindemann is a singer-songwriter from the Riverina region of New South Wales. They attended the Academy of Country Music together and have recorded a new song, Fallen for a Cowboy. There's a snippet of it on Eloise's Instagram. So we have a little teaser and it sounds like a good one. I'm going to ask them about it. Hello, Zara, and hello, Eloise. Hi, Sophie. It's great to meet you and uh, to talk about this song because it is the snippet is very intriguing. So I would I want to hear the full thing, but I'm going to start by asking: Did you actually meet for the first time at Academy? Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah, yeah, we sure did. Yeah. And did you click from the start? Uh, yeah, yeah, I I think so. But it wasn't until like we get put in groups at Academy and you have mentors. And yeah. So we got in the same yeah. group, and it was probably. Um, it's a very intense it's great wonderful experience but it's also very intense <laughs> and I think it was like a few days in at this point and Zara and I bonded on the fact that we were just so overwhelmed <laughs> and I think since then we sort of just clicked like yeah once you had that sort of yeah. emotional yeah conversation yeah, yeah. so was this last year because I actually I couldn't find out which year so, so 2022 no, 2023. 2023, oh, so January this year, so because yeah, there probably yeah, wasn't yeah. one last year. I actually was, I had a little visit to the Junior Academy a few weeks ago, and so I had a glimpse because I got to speak to the group and I got to see some rehearsal and see a bit of what was going on and have a distinct impression of how full on it is because that was on the Thursday. I think they'd started on the Sunday or the Monday and everyone's eyes were on stalks and I just thought yeah. this is intense. So, yeah, yes, the, the groups, uh, you're writing songs with some of the artist mentors, you're rehearsing, it's it's pretty full on. So Zara, what was um, what prompted you to decide to go to Academy at this point in your career? Oh, um, it was really just the next step for me. I really wanted to learn from industry professionals that like know, know what, you know, about the industry that are in the industry. And um, yeah, it was, it was a fantastic experience and yeah I pretty much just felt like it was would be a fantastic place for me to meet people and here we are so (laughs) (laughs) um yeah no it was about meeting people and learning more about a craft that I love doing yeah and Eloise have you been thinking of going for a while and COVID prevented you from going earlier yeah, I think Zara was the same. I think we got mm. in to do it the year before, um, mm. but then it was unfortunately cancelled because of COVID. Mm. Um, so it got pushed back to this year. Um, but yeah, I, I had been thinking about it for a while, um, more because I am doing a postgraduate degree at uni at the moment and I, my music stuff sort of been on hold because of that. And um, yeah, I've just decided that during those two years of doing that degree that I just really instead of, you know, doing all the music promoting and recording and that sort of stuff, I just really focused on the craft of songwriting and get that Mm. right. Um, And then, you know, hopefully by the time um, I was done, I could start releasing stuff. Mm -hmm. Speaking of songwriting, you two actually started writing Fallen for a Cowboy while you were at Academy. For all I know, you actually finished it while you were there. So what was the story behind the construction of it? Who had the idea first? Or was it a prompt from one of the mentors uh, during a session? Yeah, it's like one of my favourite stories, actually. 
um, it's, I sort of, we were driving back to the motel and I sort of said to Zara, hey, I can't believe there's no song called Fallen for a Cowboy, like country song. And she was like, oh yeah. And we just went, it's just so inspirational being at Academy, all your creative juices are flowing. Yeah. <laughs> and Zara was like, let's, let's go let's, ride it. Yeah. And we just sat on my like, gross motel floor. <laughs> and, it, like, and it just, yeah, it would pretty much just flowed out. It, it was, it was, it, yeah, it kind of fell out yeah. in a way um, where we were just, bouncing off each other mm. and and we were laughing and yeah. there were, you know all these ideas kind of coming out um I think there were a few lines where we kind of had to um jot down some just ideas there and then we were like oh let's just keep keep going keep because yeah it it just would keep flowing yeah so, we have yeah. a line that we like used as a filler line and we were like we'll come back to it but for now we'll keep it as that but just keep writing because the flow is so good. Yeah. And um, every time that filler line would come up, we would laugh and we decided in the end, oh, we have to just keep it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Funny not yeah. To, get rid, to get rid of, yeah. So your first instincts were the correct ones. It wasn't a filler <laughs> line, it was the right line. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and yeah, it, it's true. You would think there'd be a song called Fallen for a Cowboy already out there, but you know, if you, I don't know if you were doing keyword research, Eloise, or how you came to realise that, but but well played. Yeah. <laughs> it'd been on my mind for a long time. I was like, oh, and I don't know, it was just the perfect moment for the song. Yeah. Yeah, right. Um, so did you actually finish writing the whole thing while you were there, or is this something that you've been going back and forth with each other for a while? Uh I think we had we had a FaceTime. Yeah. We had like one yeah. to finish it off just to yeah. kind of I think we had everything though. It was just like putting it in the right. Yeah. 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 And it was kind of more structure. Yeah. And things like that. Yeah. It we pretty much did it. It was pretty much started and finished there. Yeah. Yeah. Because some <laughs> songs you write, it's like I find it's like first verse might just come out and the rest of it's like pulling teeth and it, you never mm-hmm. feel like it's as good as your first verse and you're like oh and you don't want to finish it but this song just like <laughs> fell out literally yeah 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 and was it then an automatic decision for you to record it together because of course you could have had a tussle over who got to do it as a solo artist yeah um it wasn't much, well it was Zara was it gonna was, do it yeah, originally it, and then yeah. we just had a few comments about how fun it sounded as a duet and because it is quite a funny, fun song. Mm-hmm. And I think we both had sort of fallen in love with it. At yeah. that point, we were like, why not just do it together? Yeah. yeah. So um, it it came together pretty quickly that we yeah. were going to yeah. do it together. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I guess then it was a matter of logistics and finding the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so obviously the song and your friendship is a a great big couple of things to take from your time at academy but what else for each of you was the biggest thing you took away from that time oh gosh um I'd definitely say just just like a lot of um reassurance that what you were doing and you were on the right track um and I think that helped with my confidence like um you know there's some pretty like some of my favorite songwriters there and you know, they had like lovely things to say, but they're also honest. Like I, <laughs> I have a horrible habit of um, playing guitar without a pick and that, 
Lynn and Roger tried to drill it into me. Elvis, why are you not playing with a pick? But then, you know, there's other things that people say, like um, that song that you wrote, I love it, you know. And I think that's what I took away from it is that just keep going and like, um, yeah, you're on the right track, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And for you, Zara? I, um, well, there was just so much information. There was like so much great information um, to get from the academy. And I, yeah, it was just, it was a learning curve, mm. really being there and um, being surrounded by people that have the same love for mm. music and that type of thing. I think being in an environment like that is just incredibly um inspiring like that's mm. really yeah. at the end of the yeah. day so there was like a lot of there was a lot of that's yeah there's the it's just the type too, of thing where where um it's probably an experience that is will be with us yeah, for absolutely. you know the rest of our lives and, and the business um, side of things too yeah so much info on like copyright and things yeah. you wouldn't think of mm -hmm. yeah yeah, yeah it, they pack a lot in to because what is this I think it's not even a week and it just seems like yes you all learn so much yeah ours were 10 days I think the junior yeah. was a bit shorter uh, okay right that makes sense yeah. <laughs> it was it was intense yeah and because you're getting lots of information but very yeah good information yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No, I think it's, I, yeah, I, I so admire the whole structure of Academy and so I'm always happy to talk about it. But Eloise, why do you play your guitar without a pick? Is this something you've always done? <laughs> no, it's actually not something I've always done. I think I've been quite a rebellious guitar player in the sense that um, when I played my 10th birthday, my dad got me a hot pink guitar off eBay Ooh. and um, I bedazzled it. And so he saw it. <laughs> and um, he put me in guitar lessons because my dad's a drummer. And I did not want to sit through guitar lessons where they're like, learn this song. And I'm like, no, I just want to learn this Taylor Swift song. And so I ended up being very disengaged in guitar lessons and going home and just teaching myself the songs I wanted to play. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I think sort of my, I did originally use a pick and then over time, I don't know. I I just feel more comfortable with that one. Yeah. Well, and look, I I don't think that every guitarist in the world does use a pick. So no. and my right. argument is that some of the I can't. I think it's Clapton didn't use a pick. I could be wrong, but some very very famous guitarists and that's you don't have to. I'm like, well. <laughs> <laughs> so when you got that hot pink guitar, was that actually your first guitar, or had you already been playing? No, that was my very first guitar. Yeah, I wish I kept it honestly. I go, yeah. yeah, I know. Oh. I gave it away and I got another one, but yeah. Yeah. And Zara, for you, did guitar come before voice and songwriting? Um, no, so singing actually was was first, and then guitar, and then songwriting. Right. Yeah, that was kind of the order for me. Um I didn't have the a hot pink guitar, but I had this this little guitar that I actually still have, and its oh. strings have not been changed, and oh. they're like all frayed, and oh, it's like this little nylon string guitar oh. that's you know seen better days, but very sentimental, you know. Yeah, well, clearly Eloise has no sentimentality at all because she got rid of the bedazzled oh, guitar. No. Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> so Zara, when you started singing, um, was that just because 
you had a talent for it that that was that like a parent identified and put you into lessons or you just enjoyed doing it? I would just sing around the house and I just really loved, loved singing, you know, I was just like, would I just, yeah, sing around the house while doing whatever I'm doing. And um, so I think, yeah, mum asked me, would you like to do some singing lessons? And um, yeah, I'd, I'd done some other music lessons before that. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then that's kind of, yeah, that's where it, started for me at about um I actually can't even remember how old I was but I was young yeah I was <laughs> digits young but it was yeah it was really yeah just have loved it you know loved music and everything yeah and did you pick up guitar because you wanted to be able to play and sing at the same time yeah so um also my eldest brother uh plays guitar and so it it was kind of, I'd see him play guitar and I'd be like, oh, I'd love to do that. Like, I'd, I want to be able to do that. So, um, yeah, getting into guitar lessons, that was um, that was a very exciting time in year five. And oh. you know, I got my, got my little guitar. Yeah. Got my little guitar that I still have that has the frayed strings on it. So, yeah. <laughs> And Eloise, when did you start to sing and was it so you could sing Taylor Swift songs? <laughs> no, I think similar to Zara, I would just sing around the house. I actually have this like vivid memory of the first time realising that I probably could sing was um, cleaning out my guinea pig's cage of all things with my brother who's younger than me, three years younger than me. And I was like, uh, yeah, I was cleaning out He and I must have been singing. He said, do you know you can actually sing? And um, I was like, oh. <laughs> and it sort of like started from there um but I never had lessons I just I just yeah picked up a guitar and started writing songs yeah and look brothers don't give compliments that often right, so that's why I was so like whoa he's not a you know usually it's we're at each other's necks but um <laughs> yeah so you both you know you're working in the country music genre and Taylor Swift's obviously can be an influence in that genre. And I think she's she's been a great influence for so many young female artists in particular, just, just from an inspiration point of view. But were there other artists that who who you found formative? So Zara, I'll ask you first. Who are your who are your biggest influences musically? Oh look, I, I grew up listening to a mixture of um music, but uh two two of the CDs that we had in the car that you know mum would switch between times table songs and then once I'd done my times table songs I'd then get to listen to um Casey Chambers um, right. for, for uh album box set of, right yeah and also um Missy Higgins right okay and, uh The Sound of White and yeah she I don't know that was kind of that was where I I just begged mum after I'd done my times tables to be um, listening to those, yeah, amazing women. So now that you, every time you hear a Casey Chambers song, do you start doing four times four is 16, four times four? <laughs> <laughs> Are they forever linked? I don't, I don't think my brain finds the correlation between the two, but it's just the memory. Yeah, the memory. And Eloise, who are your influences? I mean, uh, growing up, my dad's a crazy Beatles fanatic. So... Oh. Um, he, 
he's more rock and roll because he's you know into drumming and that, all that sort of stuff so um yeah things from the Beatles but then I think also um like a lot of Fleetwood Mac but then he would go to like Deep Purple and like right. quite different and quite a broad range of stuff but um my dad used to make me little like CD mix CDs with like all the songs that I liked as a kid yeah I still have one and um I think this is why we can like Zara and I can songwrite so well it's because our musical inspirations are quite similar right. um and so yeah so my CD had Not Pretty Enough on it and Scar yeah. off The Sound of White <laughs> and um a song off The Sound of White called The River um mm-hmm. But yeah, just the, so Missy Higgins and Casey Chambers are big ones for me as well. Um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. Like we'll be playing songs in the car and Zara's like, I can't believe you know this song. And I'm like, I can't believe you know this song. And um, yeah, I think that's why it, it works so well. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, apart from Fallen for a Cowboy, have you written other songs together? Yeah, we have. Yeah. About five minutes ago, we yeah. were having a go at it before we, <laughs> we, we jumped on this call with you. Um, so yeah, no, we just have fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. And we've written some and Zara's recorded, um, like done a demo for one just that we've written, but just for her. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's good to also just like write for one of us as well. Mm. Right. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's an interesting consideration, I guess, is is whether you do a whole joint project, you know, more songs, EP or album, or whether you just now you found this lovely songwriting connection, whether it can be that, but it can also be for each of you individually. Yeah. 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 I think uh, we thought about it and I mean, it hasn't been easy coordinating everything for this song mm-hmm. um, because Zara is in Denny and I am in Sydney. Um, and like, there's you're busy, I'm busy. You know, yeah. Um, but at the same time, we do love writing yes. songs together mm. and everything so um I suppose that's there's there's a bit of a question mark there yeah. as to whether like it's open for possibility yeah. type thing yeah about yeah yeah it's where the where the future and our voices leads. do go together very well yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. So to consider absolutely, I mean, Zara, yes, you've released some singles on your own, so I can see where you're going in that direction with something. And Eloise, as you said, you were waiting to release some music yeah. um, just because you're studying at the moment. When you've written songs together, apart from the one you just wrote five minutes before this call, do you use Zoom or do you far prefer working in person? If we can work in person, we will. Yeah. Um, so if, like, I'm down in Denny for something or you know Zara's in Sydney we will but yeah like Zoom is fine too yeah Mm, yeah Mm. yeah jumping on FaceTime like it's I suppose it it still works we can still actually be really productive on on um different on those different platforms but at the same time yeah nothing quite like holding a guitar and writing some lyrics together yeah well may I suggest since the Denny Ute muster is coming up that Born for a Cowboy may have a sequel song about someone you meet at the Denny Youth Master, who knows? Or falling for a youth driver, I don't know. <laughs> Look, you can, you can, you can suggest it for sure. <laughs> but you're not going to the muster for that, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Have you, have you actually played at the muster since it's in your hometown? Yes, I have. Yeah, I have. Um, I played on the day stage last year um and this year they have 
given me a spot on the main stage. Oh, fantastic. So excited about. Yeah. 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 And Eloise, will you be going for that or have you been in the past to the Denny Ute Muster? No, I haven't been to the Ute Muster actually, but yes, I will be going um, this year. So, yeah, that's really exciting. Yeah. Well, I guess you also now I have to look forward to Tamworth because it's even though it's July when we're speaking, end of July, these things do take some planning and time. So are you looking perhaps to do some like some joint shows or anything like that at Tamworth or other places? See, it actually, um, we, would, there's been talk about us actually doing some, yes, you know, shows or travelling together and doing gigs and yeah. doing that type of thing. Um Tamworth, we actually we have we we I haven't even got yeah. to that <laughs> that brain yet. <laughs> if I'm completely honest, um, yeah, it's uh we haven't really spoken. Yeah. No. Well, this is your four month warning. <laughs> like, yes, thank you. <laughs> Now, um, at the time we're speaking, as I said, you just recorded this song. So presumably you have some release plans. Do they involve a video? Yes, they do indeed. Yeah. yeah. Really fun video. Yeah. Um, I went down yeah. to Denny with Zara um, to visit Zara, but she also had a, a gig at the rodeo. Hmm. We had a camera. That's what I'm going to yeah, say. That's... <laughs> okay. there, there was some, yeah. There was, there was some footage mm. yes. taken. Yeah. Yes. Well, that sounds like a very good way to maximise your time and opportunities. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, um, it's it's been really fun. Yeah. And um, there's more, it's still in the planning process, um, mm. as in, well, no, not in the planning process, the actual doing creating process. process. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we'll see how it all, mm -hmm. how it all so turns out. Yeah. <laughs> Well, as I said, looking forward to hearing the recorded song and whatever else you two come up with. I have a feeling it will be very interesting, whether it's separate or together and probably a combination of both. Eloise, Raina and Zara Lieberman, it's been great to talk to you. Thanks Thank so you much, so much for having us. Thanks for listening to the Sunburnt Country Music Podcast. For more Australian country music interviews and reviews and other things, go to sunburntcountrymusic.com or to Sunburnt Country Music on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok.